In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on toginet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Holly, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Doris Rivas Brecky, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, Lisa Detries, and Susan. Susan Sladet Wilson. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how you can be sexy in your 40s. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky. And our guest today is Bouncing with Style, um, Danny Kiernan. And would you stop laughing at me? I can't do the intro if you start giggling. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like being in church when I'm a kid, and my <laughs> brothers and sisters were sitting there, and you know something would happen, and one would start giggling, and then the whole group just giggles. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sorry. So our topic today, you know, is um, in line with Danny's book, uh, Bouncing with Style, How to Start Over But Not from Scratch, uh, which is kind of a great book for women who have either raised their kids and are starting in the second phase of their life or they've had an interruption in that, like a death or divorce. Interruption. Yes, we're calling it an interruption now. I'm rephrasing. Third year on the air. I'm not going to be the bitter divorced woman anymore. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes, bitter divorced right woman on. on. Right on. Right. So now we're either going to be recycled, <laughs> which I I kind of <laughs> like, or life interrupted. So my life was interrupted by a divorce, um, and I'm starting over, but I'm not starting over from scratch. And that's what uh, Danny's book is about, too. It teaches us that when we do have to recover and rebuild and restart, um, we bring all those skill sets forward. Um, it's not like, you know, we bounce back to being 25 again, even though yeah. when I'm dating, it feels like it. <laughs> it totally feels like I'm 25 again. Uh, maybe 15. I don't know. You just take your pick. 15 is a little young. Okay. All right. 25. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, but some of us got married young. I mean, I didn't get married at 15, but, you know, when you get married to me <clears throat> under the age of 30 is young to get married, I think. I, I wasn't fully formed until I was I think 35. so now yeah. that I'm older, like back when I was 25, I was like, I wanted to get married. Really? Yeah. Wow, I did it. See, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I had there you go. If I had listened to that, maybe things would have been different, but uh, but they're not, and they are what they are, and um, it's all a good thing. Uh, but that whole starting over thing, but not from scratch, that happens every new year, too. You know, we, we come uh, through the holidays 
with a lot of stress, especially as moms, we come through the holidays blowing out our diets right and left. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, and I vowed not to gain weight this holiday season, and I didn't, but I did gain in January, and I was really frustrated with that. I did the same thing, too. I started my Weight Watchers in November before Thanksgiving, which seems a little crazy, but I made it through. I lost weight, and through all Christmas, I lost weight in a new year, and then all of a sudden, like, OMG, I I gained a few pounds, <coughs> and um, that's not making me so happy. Me neither, and I got to say... All those pants and stuff that I was wearing, you know, in the summer, all my cute little hip-hugger jeans, they're hugging. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice, tight hug. Hugging me back. And, um, and I do. I have to, you know, I fell off the wagon, you know, and I, I, I know eventually the statute of limitations is going to run out on this, you know. <coughs> yeah, that's sorry. okay. Cough in my I'm, ear. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, but, you know, when my mom did die, I, I haven't been to the ba- back to the gym since. And I have to work through. I I need to figure out what's going on because it's more than just me not wanting to go to the gym because I do love going to the gym. It's more than just finding the time. Um, I I use the gym to handle a lot of that anxiety, like especially when my mom was in the active phase of dying, like the last two months when I would go like, oh, my God, I can't handle this. That was your therapy. It was definitely my therapy. When I'd have anxiety, stress, depression, grief, all those things, I would get on that bike, plug in my music. Thank you, Rick Swanson, for for that (laughs) headbanging music that got me through. But it really did. I just... It would block everything out, and I would ride, you know, 20 miles, 25 miles. I mean, crazy, crazy amounts of... Um, <laughs> Run really fast on the treadmill. I would. So you could beat your neighbor like, racing, the, racing the person next to you without them even knowing? I did. I was... Um, well, there was a couple times, too, and there were people there that I didn't like. And then, do you remember that one person that we won't name yes. that I didn't like? Yes, she I She kept do. looking at me, and I think, what did I run like? You ran seven miles or some crazy amount. Crazy. I was crippled. <laughs> yes, and I was crippled for like three weeks after that. I couldn't get up or down out of my office chair, but by God, when she was staring at me, I ran like the wind. Head held high. That's all that matters. Cabs burning like in the firestorm. <laughs> but I did it. I did it because I had something to prove. And um, But, yeah, so I have to figure out. Um, I just need to figure out. You just have to go there and, do I, see, that what, and see what it's going to make you feel like. Because I, think think, I think you think you're going to feel sad. Yeah, because it is anchored in a lot of that. So you just have to go there once. And see what you're, you're really feeling. Yeah. Well, and especially because I Not when to, you're sad, you and, know, and right. not when you need to, like, uh, get there. But when you feel like you want to go and exercise, you need to just get there once. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because, you know, I used to lap swim when I felt, felt like crying because, you know, I don't want to cry in front of my kids. I don't want to cry in front of my clients. It's kind of bad business <laughs> to do that. But I would, go, um, I would go into the lap swim pool because, you know, your eyes are all red-rimmed from chlorine anyway and your face is in the water. So, and people don't, I mean, maybe they heard. <laughs> you know, but I would do a lot of my crying in that pool, you know, and I would cry and get it all out and, you know, keep swimming, keep swimming. And it was great because my weight went way down. And um, But I've noticed since I stopped going to the gym in September, September, October, November, December, that's four January. months. January. Jan- oh, 
Thank you. Well, fairy lights. I, I really know. appreciate that, I know, I that just, correction. I don't want you to like cheat yourself. I know, but I'm not like I'm not firm anymore. My muscles aren't as as solid as they were. So, oh, there's just um, yeah, that's something I got to work on. And uh, I need it to get back to being my respite place rather than my place to flee to. Right. And uh, so I have to, but you're right, I think I just have to do it. You just have to go there yeah. one time. I'll yeah. go with you. <gasps> I would love that. Yeah. I would love there that. Because we do there have a go. lot of fun when we work out together. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have got uh, Doris Rivas Brecky here today, and she's got a great motherhood minute. All right, yeah. Christy, if you don't stop coughing, go in the other room. I know. She does sound like a smoker. Yeah. Can't you hear her hacking up a lung? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> go cough on Rick. Attaboy. Um, he's big and strong and germ-free, <laughs> so far as we know. Well, now he's not. <laughs> now he's not. <laughs> okay. Doris, what do you got for us today? Well, um, I think this may inspire you to go work out, Sandra, this story. Okay, bring it on. Woman to cross Antarctica solo on skis. How does that do you? Crazy. You know, it sounds like something I would do, though. I mean, I don't know if I I go cross the Arctic. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'd hit the polar bear. Anyway, her her name is Felicity Aston. She just completed this trip, 59-day trip. She's British and 33 years old, and uh, she just completed the trip yesterday, almost a century after Ronald Amundsen first reached the South Pole in 1911. Wow. She, cr- she crossed 1,084 miles as she traveled from the Ross Ice Shelf to the Hercules Inlet, and today a plane is there to pick her up. And, what, you mean uh, she's not walking home? Women <laughs> no, home? No, no, she's not skiing or walking home. They're going to pick her up. I wonder Plus how much her weight she lost. Yeah, that, that would be, I'm sure she did, too. I wonder, anyway, she's, whale blower. I wonder how many she, calories she burned. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Well, you know, she's going to be going on tour with the whole uh, experience. She's a, a freelance travel writer, so you know she's got things lined up. She's a meteorologist and obviously an explorer. She faced and an athlete. <laughs> super athlete. She faced temperatures that averaged minus 25 degrees as she pulled two sleds across the ice and snow. Oh, I that doesn't in, sound like fun to me. You know, but you know what? I, I did reporting in minus 50 in Michigan. There you That's go. Not, yeah, I wrote it. an article, a very popular one that goes, everything goes slower at 50 below. Because yeah. when 50 below out, you still need to fix traffic lights, water main breaks, all these right. things. So, yeah, that's cold. Well, she said the scariest moment came when her butane lighter stopped working in the mountains there. But it resumed working after she got to lower altitudes. So you can only imagine she probably saw death pass by, you know, when she didn't have uh, some heat. Right, either that or her fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this, this, is, this is what's really cool, especially, you know, because you're into the social media stuff. She was able to tweet because of the satellite technology up there. She was able to tweet, and she made almost daily podcasts. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, we got to give props to what was her name? Felicity Aston, 
A-S-T-O-N. Felicity, we don't like your name, but we give props to your Twittering. Uh, My name is Sandra Beck. I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas-Brecky. Our guest today is Danny Kiernan of Bouncing with Style, How to Start Over But Not from Scratch. We're going to talk about rebounding after the Christmas holidays because, as we know, as moms, the Christmas holidays just kind of suck us into the, like, St. Nick black vortex of holiday. And uh, it's really hard to come out uh, on the other end without weight gain, stress, and I don't know, for me, Bill's bad hair. (laughs) (laughs) So check us out on iTunes, Motherhood Talk Radio. When we come back from the break, it's going to be Danny Kiernan joining us on today's show. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many... Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world 
and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas. Today we are welcoming on Motherhood Talk Radio, Danny Kiernan. And, you know, Christy and I talk about our five children between (laughs) the two of us under the age of eight and how difficult that is for us. Yes. Um, We're just going to throw some stats at you for Danny Kiernan. She has, now granted these have not all sprung from her loins, but she has kids that range from five months old to 29. We're going to go, let's see, i got to scroll down here because I can't even keep it straight. I can't keep my own kids straight. All total, four girls and seven boys. This holiday season at home were three girls and four boys, two seven-year-olds, two five-year-olds, a three-year-old, a five-month-old, which is our little Emma surprise, and an 18-year-old who just had to be clawing his (laughs) eyes or ears out. I don't know how you could do that. But um, when we think about uh, moms and managing the chaos of the holidays and how to bounce and get back after the holidays, we cannot think of the Duggars. We can only think of Danny Kiernan. (laughs) That's right. Danny, are you here with us? Hello. There we go. All the way from Wisconsin. (laughs) I was laughing out loud over here all by myself. (laughs) (laughs) How can you be all by yourself? You have 9,000 children. You know what? Dad Dad took all the little kids and my 18-year-old is in the shower. (laughs) So I'm here in my office by myself. Wow, you should make some I'm tea. hanging out, eating bonbons, you know. There you go. Put your feet up. <laughs> All right. How do you do Christmas? Like, before we get into bouncing, because you probably were bouncing off the walls. First of all, I just need to say I am so unworthy, okay? <laughs> Felicity Aspen, like, hoofing it across the Arctic or whatever I, I know. I I'm think like it's so whiny cool. if I have to pull my garbage cans down <laughs> the driveway. I'm like, <laughs> Um, and it's, you know, I just feel honestly not worthy. You go to the gym to like de-stress. <laughs> I'm writing down here bags of potato chips. Like that's my de-stresser. <laughs> and yet and you pointed look- out that it was five months instead of four months that you haven't been to the gym. Nice friend. Nice. <laughs> that's all. I was just taking notes on my little post-its here as I was laughing to myself. Okay, but a baby dropped out of the sky in your life. Indeed, 4.30 in the afternoon on a Wednesday. You, you just have to share that story again. I know we told it on the air last year, but I want to hear it again because it just tickles me pink. So we have um, two, three, four, five, six kids at home at the time. So it was August 30th. It was the day before school started. And um, my 18-year-old, you know, pretty good, pretty self. He was only 17 at the time. You know, had his stuff ready for high school. We were good to go. But we had the little kids, and they were starting a new school. So here I am. The little kids are 7, 7, 5, 5, and 3. Right, yeah. They were somewhere around there. Five, five, and two at the time, but yeah, exactly. Um, And so, you know, just so you know, we're talking like, I don't know, 15 15 gym shoes. Okay, so we had gym shoes, you know, shoes, and you had inside shoes and outside shoes and pencils and crayons and notebooks, all the stuff you need for school. Everybody wants that stuff labeled, like teachers (laughs) want everything labeled. So we're totally like labeling stuff and get everything ready for school. And I was working, and I was like on an interview. Um, working full time, mind you. <laughs> so I'm interviewing someone, and the phone keeps ringing, but they don't leave a message, and I don't know who it is. I don't recognize the number. 
So finally, after the interview, I called back, and we are actually licensed um, foster parents. We stayed licensed um, and on a list, and we were going to take ourselves off of the list in December. Um, but, we were, you know, who has time to remember? Yeah, right. So we're there, you know, and um, my husband ran down to the office because I, I don't know what he needed, but he was in the room. And so I called this number back, and it was like our worker um, telling us there was a newborn baby girl um, and that we were the next name on the list, and were we interested? Um, and we had to decide, you know, kind of quickly, because if you are unable to take a placement, then they need to move on to the next family. Um, and so we were, after four minutes of consideration, while we were listening (laughs) (laughs) to everything, I'm jumping up and down and saying, yes, (laughs) Jim is throwing up in the, (laughs) in the garbage pail. Um, and, and so no, we were like, yes, of course, absolutely. And they were like, great, come on down to the hospital. And, you know, she's ready to come home tomorrow. And we just couldn't believe it like it it was I mean it's a I don't know how you know adoption wise that's that has to be like the closest you can get to surprise adoption (laughs) in my book I know people talk about surprise pregnancies and oh I didn't know I was pregnant until I like squeezed the baby out which I don't know I don't buy it but you know so this was a big deal women are big and fat you could you could hide a you could hide a litter in there and nobody would know. I don't know. I was big and fat and pregnant, and <laughs> it took up half my body. <laughs> so whatever. So anyways, beautiful Emmy came into our lives on that day. We ran down to the hospital mm-hmm. to see her, and um, eleven o'clock on the way home, we stopped at Walmart, <laughs> bought all of our newborn supplies. Oh my god! And um, dropped everybody off at school the next morning. <laughs> wow! And picked her up. It wow. was a wonderful, wonderful experience, and we just wow. couldn't. We just can't even believe it. So, on the way down, my favorite part. Well, obviously, other than seeing the baby, but on the way down, my husband reached over and held my hand and said, "It's a wild ride, baby." <laughs> And I said, it is, honey, Aww. put your seatbelt on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't die and leave me with children. <laughs> no, so it's a great story. Yeah, so now Emmy is just about five months old, and she's doing very well. Her adoption day is all set for March. Um, babies have to stay where children have to be with you for six months. Um and they check on you a couple times a month and everything to make sure that you're doing fine and the child is doing well in your home. So, yep, everything's going really well. Wow. So on the air, you need to make, you send, make sure you send us an email when it's final, and we will announce will. it on the air because we've all Aww, been, you know, like you. following you on this, and it's so much fun. It's a pretty emotional day. I mean, you stand in a courtroom with a judge and your family's there, and they talk to you about how important it is and it's a lifelong commitment. I'm usually bawling. Um, oh. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment, really. No, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. Wow. So how was Christmas? How'd you get through Christmas with your, Christmas? what's the total now? What's the grand total in kids living at home, out of the house, oh. or five months to 29, right? We have 11 in all. Um, and then one in our hearts. Right. Um, so we have Four, one, two, three, four kids that are on their own. And I'm sorry that I'm counting, but sometimes those of you with older children know they do come back. Um, oh, so I, I, I don't feel bad. I've lied about my age so much I can't even remember what the real year is. 
London. My son lives in New York City. I have a son living um, in the Milwaukee area and another one living out by us in the Muskego area. He just got married in June, so one of our and boys got married. And you look great in those pictures. we got to say, Danny rocks Thank those you. pictures, man. No nylons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that wasn't an effort, okay? Um and um, let me see, what else was I going to say about that? Oh, and then my daughter got married on November 24th in India. Wow. wow. Yeah, so I have two married yeah. well, adult So how, how come you didn't fly to India with everybody? <laughs> yeah. I know, hey? I say that with, you know, thinking like $29,000 in air flight tickets, how many shots you Well, just need. how could you manage all those kids? It was like, I don't know, and 31 like hours. Screaming kids. Yeah, from here to there with layovers. I don't even think you can so. fly with that many under a certain age. I think there's a restriction um, that <laughs> one parent, you know, because think about it. If you got on well, the plane. Well, what's her name, Flu? Nadia. What's her name? The one that has oh, the Supreme Custo mom. Yeah. saying. Does she have nannies? She had to have nannies. I think she had two people She had to have nannies. Yeah. Because yeah, they're all mobile now, and there's eight of them. And yeah. I mean, you just well, write your own plane at that point. Yeah. It's got, right. Crazy. Yeah. But we we got crazy. to Skype, which was wonderful. We got to Skype and watch the wedding ceremony. So Aww. that was uh, that was really nice, yeah. Well, There's now why India? We have about three minutes to till we go to commercial break. So because how come my India? son-in-law is from India. Wow. And so that's so, where his family lives, yeah. Can I just, I want to illuminate something. Where are all your children from? And then you get an Indian guy marrying in the family, which just tickles me pink. <laughs> and the Indian guy marries the native we born, right? We are a rainbow of colors. Um, so the first five kids were born in, in Milwaukee. Um, and then we have two sons that were born in Russia and two daughters that were born in Guatemala. And then our two youngest kids were born in Milwaukee. Wow. And now we have an Indian son-in-law. I love that. And now we have an Indian son-in-law. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) And the girls are really thrilled because he has brown skin and black hair just like them. (laughs) That's so cool. That is so cool. cool. Yeah. Yep, indeed. So any more coming down the pike? Did we we disconnect in December or did we keep it active? I think we'll wait till the next show because I just can't even talk about what happened today. And um, I'll let you know all about it. <laughs> I just can't even. I'm too afraid to even say anything. So I'm okay. just going to sit tight and But we're going to put the word water. out for any sponsors that want to send the Kiernan's anything from diapers <laughs> on up to, uh, I don't know, bottles to of another wine, country.
in June called uh, Bouncing with Style, Starting Over But Not from Scratch. When we come back from the break, it's going to be more of Danny Kiernan and her antics with, with her 405,000 children. To come <laughs> on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. You gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm You gotta stay together Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. On toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky, and our guest today is Danny Kiernan, author of Bouncing with Style, Starting Over But Not From Scratch. And I got to tell you, I mean, all those kids, Christy and I were talking on the break. What did you say about the, what did you say about, well, I'm just saying she must have a ton of bikes, and you said a bunch of shoes and socks, and I'm like, they're be lots of stuff. I mean, I've got three kids, and there's two, four, there's like six bikes, there's three scooters, there's, you know, everybody has their own, so it must be like crazy <laughs> at your house. It's got to be. Well, and I want to know, like, you know, not to go back, you know, and have a Christmas show that's not, you know, on just January 24th, but how do you, um, how do you go from, 
like in the age range, you've got five months up to 29. How do you handle right. gift exchange? I mean, that's one, it's going to be extraordinarily expensive. Two, how do you do that between the siblings? Um, well, this year I thought things worked out really, really well. Um, we were thrilled. My daughter was able to come home from England. My son came home from New York. So basically we had all of the kids here. The whole family was together. We didn't get to have um, Ray come home. He's in London still. Um, but we had everybody else. So it was a really wonderful time to be together. Um, and what the older kids um, opted to do was they did a name exchange between between themselves. This was their idea. So the five old or four older kids did a name exchange between themselves. And then they all decided that they wanted to purchase gifts for the younger group. So that did include the 18-year-old because he still counts as a little one because he's in high school, so he's still home. Um, and so then the older kids bought, you know, just a little gift um, for the little kids. And they did a really great job. One son bought a, a book for each each kid, you know, something that they were interested in. So snakes, one's interested in Barbies, one's interested in um, horses. So um, that worked out really nicely. And then another one bought coloring crayons and, and coloring books and markers. That was great. My daughter brought home things from India for each of the kids, so that was awesome. Um, my son, you know, brought things from New York, so that was really nice. Just little, you know, just little thoughtful gifts, which I thought was wonderful. Then what we did was we opted to buy gifts for all the little kids. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, gosh, there's so many of them. They don't really need anything, and we didn't want to be um, – you know, we just didn't want to be wasteful, honestly. So we were pretty selective in our gifts. I think each kid, and this may sound like a lot, but each kid got like eight to ten gifts. Um, but, there, you know, there were little things mixed in there as well. And then for the older kids, we could not figure out what to do. And this year what we did was we put together a list of um, – and we did this for the 18-year-old also. We put together a list of um, organizations that we felt were doing really good work in the world. So Heifer International, um, our local love food Heifer. pantry, you know, just a lot of, I think it was five or six different um, organizations that we really felt good about. And we gave the kids that packet and then gave them um, a dollar amount that they could donate to the organization of their choice. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Wow. And so what it did was we didn't really give them the money. We just said, we're going to donate in your name to any of these organizations that you would like us to. And it was great because they picked out the ones that meant something to them. Right. Um, and then my son knows, you know, some people that are involved in different organizations, so he asked if we could send the money to that one. And um, so, yeah, it was really wonderful. Um, my daughter, Katie, her husband, Ray, has a sister in India helping um, indigenous folks, you know, in their country, you know, doing things like just buying blankets for people, you know, so they chose to send their money there. So it just felt really good, and it felt like we were giving them a gift. It felt like they were taking that gift and giving it to others. Um, and so, yeah, that was what we did this Christmas. That and they beautiful. got us a couple's massage. <laughs> they did not supply the child care. <laughs> so I still have that gift certificate, and I'm kind of figuring out what to do with it, but... <laughs> But we're Does it thrilled. have to be done as a couple? 
There you go. I never thought about that. Yeah, I think that's part of the twist. I mean, Jim was very excited. <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do about childcare? But anyways, <laughs> once I got past that, then I figured out it could be a pretty nice thing. But yeah. And who knows, maybe really the, nice the massage therapist, because I used to, when, when I had money uh, a couple years ago, I used to get a massage, not every Sunday night, but Sunday nights, um, because my I get so much like back and neck strain from all the computer work yeah. that I do. Yeah. It was actually really more of a medical necessity because otherwise I'd have like a rager headache on Mondays. But right. she would come at like 9.45 on a Sunday night. Oh. And the kids, you know, my kids are in bed by 8.30. So it was long enough for them to fuss around and be a pain and get back out of bed and, you know, <laughs> stress until 9.30. And then what was really nice about it is I took a bath after and went to bed and I slept so good. I slept so good. Actually, my mom was with me at the time um but she wasn't feeling well and i was like mom the kids slept through the night and she's like no they didn't <laughs> you, did. you slept through the night wow. <laughs> you slept through the night but maybe they could come after the kids go to bed because there's a kind where you have to go somewhere or they come to you either way oh I think we should, I think when the kids are all at school, I think we should just go, like, out to lunch and then go there. That was oh, my thought. That would be so good. Just don't plan to get Isn't any work done after. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, it was it was a really nice Christmas. I think the funniest part about this holiday, though, was on December 1st, um, when I told Jim that both sides of the family um, were coming to our house. Um, because On top of everybody else. <laughs> And, um, you know, our carpeting is pretty worn out. We've been talking about getting carpeting for, like, a year. And um, so I was like, you know, we should really get some things done around the house. And he was like, well, you're the one that invited everybody. You know, you do it. (laughs) Come on, it's your family, too. So we had this really wonderful discussion. And um, he's like, all right, fine, you know, let's just get the carpeting. We'll get the house carpeted because he needs sort of a reason, you know, to do those things. Well, we all do. Of course, and then especially two weeks before. It's like I don't clean my house until people come over. (laughs) So you guys, so to save money, we're ripping out the carpeting ourselves. Wow. And moving the furniture ourselves. And then Uh Jim says, well, you know, we should probably paint. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so get this five-year-old, seven-year-old. So literally, I painted painted the whole house. Wow. And then we got carpeting on December 22nd and 23rd. And then we put all the furniture back. It was the craziest time ever. Ah, and then um, you're like, don't we'll never do it carpet. again. <laughs> don't touch uh, the walls. Don't eat on the carpet. And then we invited, yeah, then we invited everyone over to eat so they could <laughs> eat on our brand new carpeting. But it was Did anybody awesome. spill anything? So glad we did it. What was that? Did anybody spill anything on your carpet? <laughs> no, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find you it. You know, it doesn't matter. It was just cool. I think. You know, I think I'm a deadline person. Like, I have to have a deadline. Otherwise, I can wait forever to do things. So it was really nice. We knew we had to get it done, and it was good timing, and it was a little crazy, but it was good. It was So awkward. I dropped you, like, at the North Pole with a pair of skis and a phone. And said, <laughs> I'd be crying like a baby. <laughs> you got to get to, like, I don't know, Reykjavik. I don't even know if you can get to Reykjavik. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but get there. I think that's that was a nice good one. Yeah, but yeah. I, but if I said you had to get there, you would probably get there if I gave you a timeline. Well, I mean, if I had to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was like an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> <laughs> At the uh, end of it? Yeah, here you go, Danny, all the steel meat you can eat. <laughs> mm. Mm. Which brings yeah, me so no. to 
feeding? But, How do you feed this army? You know, that was a little crazy. Tricks? Well, we were trying to do, like, we've been trying to do real food, you know, like, <laughs> just trying to, like, make things, you know, like, make stuff that's healthier for us. <laughs> Um, so menu planning was something we, you know, took some time to do, and, and we did that, and I made as much of as that I could, you know, ahead of time, and we served it kind of a face style, and I don't know, it just worked out really nicely. Oh, but the nicest thing, all the big kids stayed overnight on Christmas Eve so they could all see the little kids open their presents on Aww. Christmas morning. And um, my daughter hooked up Skype so Ray over in London could see the kids run down the stairs and open up their presents. And, um So that was really nice. Like, there was just little things. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention, Sandra, you know this, but this, you know, it was one year ago that my mom was dying of um, lung cancer. And we had... Um, Christmas Eve with her um, last year, and that was such a an emotional time, you know, that I was kind of afraid about Christmas coming, and you know, I was kind of nervous, you know, how am I going to feel, how sad is it going to be, are we just going to remember, you know, how sad it was last year, we had just lost um, a child, you know, just before Christmas as well, so I was really kind of worried, um, but I, I um, let myself be worried about it, and I tried to feel the feelings, and I... Um, and I, I think it was okay. I, I, I felt happiness. I, um, I had the memories of what happened the year before, um, and it, and it was all right. Um, and I, you know, heard you talking about your mom and, you know, her, her last, you know, months and weeks and days, and, and um, so you, you know, you have all that to go through, too. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I know what that's like. Well, you are a great help to me. You know, um, anybody going through the death of really anyone, especially with a long-term illness, I, I don't know what right. it's like to go through losing a parent, you know, in an accident or a heart attack or something quick. But when it's long going and drawn out, um, yes. you really and they're need, suffering. Yeah. And they're suffering. You really need the support of somebody who's been there. You know, and Danny right. had walked this walk before me. And wow. it really did help me a lot to avoid what I call the crazies, you know, mm-hmm. where you, you don't know what's happening or you're so frightened or you're so nervous or you're so unsure. You know, all these right. emotions come up and you're like, oh, I'm losing my mind. And right. um, yet you still have to function. You know, we have to run our companies. We have to um, handle our children. Raise our kids. Right. Raise our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, do all these things. And, uh, Danny, I don't know how many times you talked me down off the wall last year, but for anybody listening that's going through that, you need to reach out to support from someone who's been uh, through that experience to really rebound, to bounce back um, as much as you can within reason. I need to take a commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky. Our guest today is Danny Kiernan of Bouncing with Style, starting over but not from scratch. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about rebounding uh, from life's challenges. I encourage you to check us out on iTunes. We are there under Motherhood Talk Radio. If you check us out by the .com, same name, Motherhood Talk Radio, or listen to us on our host station at toginet.com. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words can bring me down. 
renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas. This is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Doris Rivas Brecky and Christy Holly. Our guest today is Danny Kiernan of Bouncing Back with Style, or Bouncing with Style? God, I can't remember. Bouncing with style. style. <laughs> Bouncing with style. Not from scratch. Starting over, but not from scratch. Sorry about that. You think I'm But uh, clearly I don't. Um, so, <laughs> one of the words. I know. It's like, you know what? Google it. Look it up. Danny Kiernan. D-A-N-E-E-K-I-E-R-N-A-N. You can spell that out. Go to Gmail and email her and ask her. That's what I would do. Just a woke. So, thanks, yeah. Dan. Thanks. We need Robin on here. Robin always does such good PSA <laughs> stuff. She's like, hi, it's this true. is Robin Boyd, and uh-huh. I've got everything right, and, you know, I know the .coms <laughs> and the .nets, and I even look up ahead of time how to pronounce things, and so I don't butcher them, but that's not my style. She's fairy lights. <laughs> she, well, she's fairy lights for the radio. You are fairy lights in person. Uh, but speaking of fairy lights, I tease Christy all the time about fairy lights and her perfect life. And um, uh-oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, and the the wonderful thing about this radio show is I have the honor of working not only with you know one of my best friends on the air, which is really fun. I have Doris, who has come on and who is a very good close friend of mine, and becoming more so every day, which is really fun. And then Danny, man, how far do we go back? Hmm. 
Do we even want to count? <laughs> I, I, we could count. Um, <laughs> we counted all 14 kids ago. Oh, we're far too young to go back that far. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But I do remember the first day I met you. and um, I remember the first day I met you, too. Yeah, what do you remember? Hmm. Was it, it, it you. somebody's wedding or something? Wasn't it your wedding? No, no, no. I meant oh, no, it was Jeff and Lois' wedding. <laughs> Whose wedding? Who? It was somebody's wedding. Jeff and Lois? Minnesota. Maybe? Yeah, in Minnesota. It had to be Jeff yeah, and Lois. Jeff's wedding. Jeff's wedding. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. And, and was she nice to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were asking Sandra, that's what no. she wasn't answering. Everybody's dead silent. I guess uh, not. I'm like, Sandra, the word is yes. <laughs> the right answer is yes. No, it was great. We hit it off right away. Immediately. And, um, immediately. And I, yeah, always kept her close to my heart. So absolutely. Yeah. I know. It's and like getting closer just... every day. Well, and that's the thing that's amazing. You know, when I think of, you know, like rebounding and think about, you know, getting back on our feet, because we all go through stuff. You know, we have pregnancies. We have, we not, we all have all of these, but, you know, some of us have lost pregnancies. Some of us have lost Mm -hmm. children. Some of us have lost parents. Some of us have lost careers and jobs. And, you know, all these losses that we go through, that's what we talk about when we're rebounding. And, you know, you guys, I don't think you're ever the same after a loss. Like, it's not like you repair and rebuild. Um, and rebounding is really, to me, just picking yourself back up after you get knocked down. Uh, what do you think? I sort of, were you asking me or Christy? Yeah. I'll go, to, I'll go to you, Danny, first, and then over to Christy and then to Doris. Well, as you were talking, I was just thinking, it's almost like you're on a straight line, and then, like you talked about, it's interrupted. It moves, and it does. It never continues on that straight line again. You go into a different direction because you're you're totally changed individual, um, and that's sort of the way that I see it. Because because of those experiences, you are forced to grow in different ways that you didn't even want to grow, um, and you end up meeting people that you would have never maybe connected with before. Um, but because you have something in common, you do connect on that thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally agree that that's what happens, and I do believe you're changed forever. And, you know, I think you can rebound. I think you can bounce. Um, but I don't think you ever are, exi- you know, exactly the same as, as the way you were before that event. What do you think, Christy? Like when, when you've been faced with challenges in your life, I mean, what what makes it possible for you to to rebound from whatever curveball life throws you? Is it your friends? Is it your family? Is it a combination? I think it's a combination of of support that I have. I haven't had, luckily, I'm knocking on some wood, I haven't had I too many. I, I know. It's no, I mean. Give us a wood. Just, you know, from some of the smaller things in my life that have changed without unexpectedly or, mm-hmm. you know, Getting up, brushing myself off, you know, hand, you know, reaching out has has helped me with my friends and family, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's that's what I. It's a hard thing as moms to reach out because we're used to kind of like hunkering down and doing it all ourselves. Now I'm going to go over to Doris because Doris has a unique um, situation. She lost her dad and her husband within 48 hours of each other. Oh. Doris, how did you? 
And, and you know, and we, we don't say get over that because I don't think you ever get over that. But how no, you did don't. you rebound? Well, uh, I mean, you you know me intimately, but I have great Ooh. names. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Just teasing. Yeah, I that no, I know, I know. But you I'm, did I'm have getting, days. I'm getting used to that. But no, I do. I have I have uh, a great faith, and that's what I had to lean on because uh, because of my. Uh, Past, uh, you know, I, some people know that I'm an alcoholic. I'm going to celebrate uh, sobri- a seven-year sobriety this year. But a, a lot, thank you. But a lot of people were afraid because of what happened at that time, which was in 2008, that maybe I was going to fall back. But I didn't because I just leaned on the Lord and I said, I can't do this without you. So, you know, hold on to me because it's going to be a ride. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I mean, we depend on our friends, our family, our faith um, to get us through those times. Yeah, it was. I mean, it still is hard, and you guys are talking about Christmas. Well, I lost both of those people a few days before Christmas. Oh, so, Doris. I know. <laughs> Don't get me started. But it's still, I won't. It's still, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, still uh, it's still very hard. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping one day that... Christmas will be uh, a time to celebrate again. So, right. Um, I just wanted to share something uh, regarding the friendship piece. Um, when we lost our little boy, and it—I mean, he didn't pass away. We were in the process of adopting him. Um, we'd had him for 13 months, and then a biological relative um, stepped forward, and a judge decided rather quickly, one afternoon, that he needed to go um, to his biological. Um, relative, um, and he was gone a week later. Um, With that loss, I can remember it just feeling so surreal, Um, and um, I can remember friends would check in. Now, it was friends that had lost children in the same manner. So um, in the, you know, foster and adoptive world, um, friends that had gone through similar experiences. And I can remember one friend, you know, it would be, you know, just on a Monday I would uh, go into email and she would just send me an email and it would just say breathe, you know, like yeah. breathe, like, yeah. you know, take, you know, take a nap today, um, you know, hug your kids, um, call me. Right. And it was just little things that she did or somebody would send a card and, um it it was you know it was painful um but it was really necessary and it it did it helped a lot i i i felt like i was i would cling to those little snippets <laughs> of caring that they would right. send over those really helped me and when she would say breathe i would go okay you know she's right you know i need to breathe or um she would say you know just put one step you know one foot in front of the other right, and, I, and right. literally that would get me through the day i thought she's right you know i just have yeah. to be able to get out of bed and i have to be able to do this so i think your friends and family and and faith are just things you have to depend on and 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 hang on to you know until you can stand again well Absolutely. and they replace they they put back that stability, that control. Because when you have just such a profound loss like that, like I used to tell people, I felt when my mom died, I felt untethered. I was like one of those balloons yes. that was yeah. just blowing through the air and everything yep. was impacting me. And I felt like I was at a complete loss, you know, just blowing around in the wind. And when people step in and say, you know, like, like I remember the day my mom died and I was laying by the pool in a bikini drinking because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> and 
direction, like, do not get up from your chair. I'm coming on over. And he's like, I'm going to bring you some tacos because this is a bad combination. We don't want to drown in your pool. And I normally would be like, nah, 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 I'm fine, you know. And I said, okay. You know, and I was absolutely willing to follow that directive Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it put some order and stability into what felt like just emotional chaos. And to breathe, for somebody to say breathe, it's like when you're going through that, those difficult moments, it's like you could have said, draw on your face with a blue Sharpie. (laughs) I would have picked it up and done it because you need that. Somebody else just to take over for a moment and say it's going to be okay, and here's something you can do, whether it's breathe, whether it's pick up the phone or call, or Christy, you've talked me off the wall a ton of times. Um, And a lot of times the best thing about Christy is you don't really say much. You just sit there and you go, I know. And, you know, and you smile or you'll be like, it'll be okay. But that's what you need. That's exactly what you need. That's exactly what you need. You don't need someone to tell you, you know, Right, your mother is going to in the sea or whatever it is that they tell you. You know, right, you know, right. It, you just you just need someone to be there and and support you. And um, and it's so funny that you mentioned like a balloon, you know, floating in the wind. I totally picture a river, and you're like, you know, this leaf or this this thing in this river, and it's raging, and you can't, you know, you have no control over which direction you're going. And then someone would throw a line in, <laughs> and I would grab it. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> pull myself out of the depths of despair, but yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we giggle and we laugh about this, but this is part of that friending and lending. You know, as women, you know, with our friends, we lend our sadness, we lend our fears, we lend our hopes. And, you know, for our friend just to carry that load for a little bit, you know, is really mm-hmm. not very heavy. And that's the that's the whole point of Motherhood Talk Radio. We hope today that we've, we've made you laugh, we've made you cry, we've lightened your load, we've given you some tips. My name is Sandra Beck. Our guest today was Danny Kiernan of Bouncing with Style, starting over but not from scratch. My lovely co-hosts have been Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky. Next week, we are going to have Susan Hayde. It's also my birthday, so everybody better sing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood.